Hello, everyone, and welcome back to A Certain Point of View, the Star Wars Testimonial Podcast. We took a really long break here over the summer, but we're super excited to be getting back going with you guys. We've got a great episode today where we review the last episode of The Clone Wars and talk with our good friend, Noel. Enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to A Certain Point of View, the Star Wars Testimonial Podcast. I am your host, Alex, here with my brother, Nick. How's it going today, Nick? Yeah, really good. I'm excited to talk about this last episode of Clone Wars. I am too, you know, and we did something that was uh, really um, a a poor, how would you describe it, marketing strategy, where uh, we haven't had a podcast since uh star wars day which is for those of you who don't remember the date may 4th which isn't really great for saying hey guess what we've got this new podcast we'd like you all to listen to here's the first couple episodes and by the way we're not going to do any more episodes for eh, five months yeah <laughs> wow i can't believe it's only, it's been five months already but yeah i would call it more of like yeah, a logistical issue, then a marketing issue. I mean, we we've been trying. We're we're amateurs. <laughs> this, <I laughs> Very much so. Notice that, and just <laughs> man, it, there's so much that goes into it with organizing. Um, you know, meeting with people for interviews, and on top of that, you know, uh, getting the right technology and making sure things work. And so, um, hopefully, we'll get in the swing of things here and find a good life podcast balance. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And a lot of life stuff has happened. It yeah. was kind of a busy summer despite the pandemic. And so, uh, but we've got a, a pretty good strategy that we've talked about to give you guys some more consistent content, uh, which will be great, especially with the, the new season of the Mandalorian coming up. And um, we also have some strategies that we're trying to work out to give you a little bit of a better audio quality experience. So hopefully uh, hopefully all those things kind of work out and, and we'll just kind of pick up right where we left off here, which was talking about Star Wars news and the last episode of The Clone Wars. So even though it, it might be a little bit outdated, at least you guys can kind of hear our perspective and kind of what we thought about everything and, and maybe it can bring, bring back some good memories and you can uh, go back and watch it again uh, after listening to the podcast. So Nick, what did you think? Yeah, overall, I mean, I think this is a a pattern that I find myself falling into when new things are being released for star Wars. Uh, but I would say that my expectations were very, very high for this last, um, this last episode. And, and all that to say that they were maybe not necessarily met in the way that I expected them to be, but on the, good side of that I think they didn't take any risks in the sense of not leaving any um, loose ends they put this whole um, yeah this whole series of Clone Wars they put a nice bow on it and Mm -hmm. um, there were some tearjerker moments there were some heart-wrenching moments and um, exciting moments but I think overall it was um, yeah a good end to the series right Right. Well, and it's so it's interesting that you say that with this whole like your expectations were too high, because I listened to the end of our last podcast just to just in preparation for the day to kind of remember, like, where did we leave off with this? What were we talking about? And what, mm-hmm. what did we think? 
And I feel like my expectations were way higher. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I hope they, they, they really tie into Vader becoming Vader. And they talk more about like the transition between Luke, uh, Luke and, uh, and Leia and how they get, you know, they, they, they flash into that scene uh, to give us a little bit more insight as to the thought process behind all that. And you had the prediction that they would really tie up Ahsoka and Rex and talk about their journey moving forward. And, and your prediction was more accurate than mine. Uh, <laughs> but yet, you, you know, I guess I had different expectations, but was kind of really blown away with the way, with the direction in which they actually took it. So. Mm -hmm. There's something that I did notice that you were right about, and I can't remember if you shared this with, um, all of us on the podcast or if this was something we just talked about in private but mm -hmm. you were predicting that his strategy of how ahsoka um survives order 66 is that they were going to use like he was basically going to someone they were going to say well ahsoka technically isn't a jedi anymore which is the excuse that rex gave to the other right. when they're trying to assassinate her right right yeah for sure for sure and so that was definitely a little win I definitely did one of those <laughs> yeah moments when he said that because I was like, this is so, it's so true. You know, it's mm -hmm. so true. Um, so, so yeah, I don't know. I, I thought it was, I thought it was really great. And uh, you know, in, in watching um, the last episode again and kind of reflecting on it, you know, I think I, and again, I don't remember if this is a conversation that we had on the podcast and we were sharing with viewers or if we were just talking about this amongst, you know, the two of us, but, um, you know, the Clone Wars, I think the perception of the Clone Wars is that it's, it's a series about the clones. Mm. And, I, and after watching that, that last episode, I thought, you know, is it a series about the clones or is it a series about Ahsoka? Mm, yeah, that's your point. And, you know, I think, it, I, I think after, after, you know, watching this last episode, I think it's the latter. I think it was Ahsoka's, you know, I think it was Ahsoka's journey because she comes in in the first, well, I guess it's technically not an episode. It's technically a movie, right? Um, yeah. yeah, the second half of, yeah, or an arc at least, but. Right. Yeah, they try to make it kind of like a movie with the introduction being unique and everything like that, but I think we can still call it a so, episode. So. Well, no, no, no. I'm talking like, uh, I'm talking the original Clone Wars where like there's oh, like that movie Oh, right yeah, where right. you like where you get introduced to ahsoka where they're fighting and he gets anakin gets introduced to his padawan mm -hmm. that he wasn't expecting and then the clone wars series starts so yeah that's so true. yeah i mean it starts with ahsoka and it ends with ahsoka and i think that's really mm -hmm. cool yeah yeah definitely well i mean it also ends with the clone i mean some pretty her like heroic moments for the clones for rex and mm -hmm. um going against um programming or the inhibitor chip and, and fighting back and um right. and then at the end with the soldiers like dead um in their helmets and everything mm -hmm. um you know having that kind of burial site after the ship crashes i think it's pretty symbolic in the sense that yeah this is a transition point in the in the series and in, in the saga but also that uh you know the clones you know were people um and they, they definitely humanized the clones throughout the series. And uh, I think that was, that was pretty obvious. Um, two, I mean, I think, I think it's both. I, I would think a little bit leaning more towards Ahsoka, but 
um, yeah, bringing the clones, giving them uh, an identity and um, getting us attached to them was definitely a part of it too. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that closing scene, I think that's, that brought up as much conversation as any part of this final season um, the scene on I don't I don't know if they ever said the name of that planet I, I think it's think just a random planet um, but mm-hmm. with the burial side of the clones and then Vader eventually finding Ahsoka's lightsaber um, what mm-hmm. was what was your thought on that final scene you know I, it's it's interesting you bring that final scene up because um, you know in Star Wars I think one thing that you never think about when it comes to the um the uh the experience uh is the music and what really caught me watching this again was the music at the end of just kind of like um like it was kind of original new hope it was kind of a little bit of that clone wars music um in the in the sequel trilogy or excuse me the prequel trilogy and it just kind of like brought it all together and, and kind of like pushed it in that direction of moving forward to like Rebels and, and, and A New Hope. And I just, I don't know, for some reason when, what, with watching it over again, the music really caught me and the music really made me feel a little bit of an emotional reaction. Um, but gosh, that last scene, um, you know, with, with him knowing Ahsoka is alive and, and, and turning on the lightsaber, um, and realizing too that he's the one who built those lightsabers. Remember, mm-hmm. he reconstructed yeah. them for Ahsoka, mm-hmm. and so it's such a symbolic moment of his of his now past life. Mm-hmm. Um, and and when he looks up and sees Ahsoka's bird, um, you can see his eyes through the helmet, yeah. showing that he's still human. And I, it was just, and you you also had this prediction last time of 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 being like we we have the rebels vader we have the um you know the the originals vader but we know we don't have a clone wars vader mm-hmm. and now there's a clone wars vader with the clone wars stormtroopers and it just it was such a cool thing to see yeah no that was really cool um but something you just said that him picking up her lightsaber and re- realizing that Ahsoka's alive do you think that was him realizing that she was alive or that she had, that he thought she died um I think he thought she was alive and the reason being is because somebody put those helmets up there mm, and likely it wouldn't be somebody from the planet because it was very um ceremonial yeah and and Ahsoka's lightsaber happened to be there and all the records the wreckage I think he knew Oh, okay. You know, I think he knew. Yeah. So. Yeah, because when he picked up the lightsaber, I thought that was him having the thought that she was realizing that she had died in the crash. Mm-hmm. Um, just because you don't see like a Jedi just abandoning their lightsaber like that. Um, right. And I also thought of the po- or the the moment in Rebels when he senses Ahsoka on the ghost, and then he and he says. You know, so the apprentice lives. He sounded pretty surprised mm. by that, but that kind sure. of could have also been more of like uh, he wasn't sure if she was dead or alive still. But sure. in that moment where he found her lightsaber, he might have still, you know, in that moment mm-hmm. had a feeling that she was still alive. But right. But I, well, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Okay. So and along those lines too, 
I think that I was thinking about this after I rewatched it. I think that, you know, Ahsoka's connection with, with him and vice versa was so strong that, um, that it was kind of one of those things like, you know, Ahsoka had that force vision when she was standing on the bridge of, of, you know, the emperor killing Mace Windu and Anakin, you know, betraying the Jedi and, and becoming Darth Vader. And I was thinking to myself while watching it, why didn't, how come she didn't sense him and Obi-Wan's fight and him, and him, you know, like for, for, for lack of a better word, Anakin dying, right. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, On Mustafar. And, and I thought, I bet that was all happening when she was at the end of fighting the clones and like Rex kind of grabbing her out of the, out of the air and the wreckage in the, in the Y wing. I bet that that is the time frame that things were happening. And that's why she didn't sense what had happened between Obi-Wan and Anakin. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that could definitely be, um, but she also it seems very surprised about, yeah. I mean, that would also explain why she seems so surprised when she finds out that, um, Anakin is now Vader. So mm-hmm. I think, I think you're right going on with that battle and everything. I'm sure there's a lot of mixed feelings, emotions on the, on the time on the bridge when she sensed the the battle between Windu and Palpatine and Anakin mm-hmm. that would seem more definitely more of a quiet you know a quieter moment where right. he was more or less meditating so but yeah well yeah. I think I think you hit the nail on the head though with the big takeaway of just like of of just like with him looking up and seeing Ahsoka's bird and finding her lightsaber and then being able to see his eye under the mask is just kind of reminding us that he's still human even though he's he's done all those awful things um right but that's kind of the takeaway message from you know episode three two i mean right before right before padme dies that those are her last words that you know they're still good in him and so mm-hmm. um yeah so i think right. i think that that was kind of their their wrap up for him of just like yeah he's the evil vader we know now from the originals but you know there's still the Anakin under there too. So. Right. Right. Well, and one more thing, if I could to, to take away that I noticed after I rewatched the last episode was, um, well, and I guess it would be more so the last two uh, episodes of the Clone Wars series, Mm. you know, when they're standing on the bridge before order 66 happens, Ahsoka's reflecting and Rex is like, you know, what's up, you know, what's wrong. And she, mentions she says you know um the jedi are supposed to be peacekeepers they're supposed to be these people who um you know are are they're not just soldiers they're not warriors and she brought up but since i was a padawan the only thing i've ever known is what is is being a warrior and and i didn't think about it too much in that moment i just thought of it as a piece of reflection but then you look at the last episode and she refuses to kill the clones Mm -hmm. And, and she, and she, and, and she has kind of that, like that Jedi nonviolent stance mm-hmm. that she takes on that she never got the chance to practice as a mm-hmm. Padawan because she was a soldier. And I thought that that was kind of cool. And maybe that was on purpose. Maybe it wasn't, maybe it's just my interpretation, but I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. No. And that stance, like you said, of being a defender and the and and not you know 
not aggressive, but yeah, in that defense stance of um, protecting someone and not fighting for something, but right, exactly. being more of a, a peacekeeper and yeah. And I, and I think that scene, and I, I also said also for my last point, that connection between, um, yeah, between the whole series is trying, is like the clones versus the droids. Right. And then in that last, in this last episode, the droids are Ahsoka's only ally. And then she's fighting the clones and it's this whole idea of evil, you know, not just being droids or not just being stormtroopers or not just being Darth Vader and how evil, you know, takes forms in different people. And it's kind of goes down to almost like their programming, um, kind of like it's talking about with the, um, when the Mandalorian <laughs> in that episode mm-hmm. with, with the IG unit of how, you know, what's his name? Queel is, is mm-hmm. telling him, you know, this, this droid was built for destruction, but I've reprogrammed him to be a nurse droid. And mm-hmm. it's, and I, I think it's mimicking or echoing that in that last episode of just like, the point of this isn't that like droids are evil and that clones are good guys. But the point right. is, is that evil is the manipulation of, you know, people and, and, and lying to them or tricking them and um, leading them to do evil things. And no one is either good or evil from their core, which I feel like is a very thing that Star Wars tries to push, but people or things are brought into evil through manipulation or through different um, right. choices or decisions. So the inherently good yeah, versus yeah, that, inherently evil idea. The, theological question. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But I think it was a good wrap up of Clone Wars overall. And to bring up the Mandalorian, I'm very excited. Um, mm-hmm. I think we'll be talking about a lot more about the Mandalorian going forward. Yeah, you know, this summer there wasn't a whole heck of a lot of Star Wars news other than the High Republic and kind of hyping up for the Mandalorian. And just a couple weeks ago, or maybe it was only a week ago, we got our first trailer for the Mandalorian season two. First season two. Yeah. Um, yeah so, um, so we'll definitely review that in uh, our next episode uh, because our next episode will drop when we're even closer to the second season of the Mandalorian. So that'll be really great. Uh, but we've got a really great show for you. Um, for today we we get to interview nick's partner Teresa, mm-hmm. and she brings a really great story and perspective along with uh with with her star wars journey and we're really looking forward to not only you guys being able to hear that story but also just being back you know we're kind of kind of back uh kind of um, organizing our lives in a way that we can give you guys more content so if you're enjoying things definitely um you know rate us on on uh the the apple podcasts or wherever you see podcasts tell your friends um and hopefully we can we can get this thing uh going to where we can uh allow as many people as possible to learn about other star wars stories because that's kind of the goal so um so yeah we hope you enjoy this uh this this episode and we're happy to be back yeah definitely uh looking forward to to next week's news and interviews so absolutely All right, so um, we have Noel joining us here today, and Alex, as usual. How's it going, Noel? Bad, not too bad. How are you guys doing? Real good, real good. Excited to talk about Star Wars. <laughs> oh, of course, always. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, just to give our listeners a bit of context, could you tell us 
yeah, a little bit about who you are, uh, where you're from, where you're living, what you do as a profession. Uh, well, obviously, my name is Noel. I grew up with you two guys up in Manaqua, Wisconsin. And uh, these days, I'm living in Iowa City, Iowa. Just hanging right. out here, bartending, slinging drinks, you know, having fun. <laughs> nice. Awesome. And, and then how old are you, if I might ask? Oh, I am uh, 34. Nice. Great. So you grew up grew up with some prequels and yeah was oh. ready for the or for the original you grew up with the originals but you're ready for the prequels when they came out oh yeah dude i was sitting outside of the movie theater as soon as i got out of middle school in 99 just like waiting to get into episode one losing my mind <laughs> all right that's awesome cool good good and um i i know you and alex know each other and um from your from your band days because you guys were in a band together right oh yeah <laughs> yep yep so started as it's still as going strong Portman. without him but you know <laughs> right, <laughs> right. having him around yeah the band name actually we we originally started it out at being called portman and that's kind of a a, a tribute to natalie portman which is just goes to show how how serious we were about star <laughs> wars but as the band kind of got going uh we renamed it rational anthem and uh i'm no longer in the band, decided to go back to school, but Noel and, and Chris, uh, the bass player, and Pete, uh, Noel's brother, are still going strong with Rational Anthem, and how are everything's going there? It's going really well. You know, we've been working with uh, this new label called the AF, and just put out a record almost a year ago, and, well, we were going to tour on it, but we're <laughs> on, on hold right now. Yeah. Right. Right. Quarantine but, kind of put a wrench in the gear, but, oh, but yeah. you know, but everything for, else is going well. Good, good. And for all of our listeners, definitely hop on to iTunes or Spotify, or I guess it's not even called iTunes anymore. It's called Apple music, but whatever you get, <laughs> you get it. Log on and definitely check out rational anthems, new record uh, just came out last year. And, you know, as unbiased as I can be being a previous band member, uh, it's a pretty, it's a, it, you know, it's the best of what you guys have put out so far. It's such a good record. Listen, so. It'll be the best thing you've ever heard. Get on Spotify, <laughs> download that thing. <laughs> Club bangers so, only. And this, and this podcast is not sponsored by Rational Anthem. <laughs> right. right. But it might as well be. It's all right. It would be all right if it was. But awesome. So we have a punk rock star, Star Wars fan in our digital <laughs> studio today. And uh, Noel, what would you uh, rate yourself on from one being kind of a novice, don't really know much about Star Wars to 10 being like out of this world Star Wars fan? Where would you put yourself on that scale? You know, like everybody else that comes on the pod, I used to think I was about an eight or a nine. But after listening to you guys talk, I'm probably about a four. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah it can get a little overwhelming when we start talking about the news and, the, and all the depths and details of things and all of a sudden it's oh. like oh man <laughs> i i thought i was such a huge star wars nerd and then you guys are going off about all the stuff i've never heard of and i'm like um all right well cool <laughs> but but i'll tell you back in the day when when we were growing up together we were both 10 out of 10 for, for back in the day. I mean, for sure. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Where most kids were, uh, you know, like going out and probably, you know, partying when they were in high school, just out of high school or like 
spending their summer, like, you know, hanging out with friends or whatever. We were uh, at your cabin learning the <laughs> choreography to the lightsaber duels and <laughs> battling while we were watching all of our friends go by uh, your your uh, lake and boats. <laughs> oh, yeah, everybody's partying on boats and like having a great time out in the sun and we're playing with lightsabers. <laughs> I still remember the choreography. I though. do too. If we were to stay, if somebody were to put Noel and I in a room together with two <laughs> lightsabers and say, do the choreography from 2004, we'd be like, yep, no problem. Got All right. Well, next time I see you, I'm bringing lightsabers. Oh, dude, yeah. And I'm bringing bring a on. camera. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nick will bring a camera. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. So Noel, what's your, what's your first, you know, now that we're talking nostalgically, what's your first memory of Star Wars? Where were you? Who were you with? How old were you? Um, I was probably up in Manaqua and I remember it was summer of, I was probably eight, nine years old or something. I remember being sick and my dad was like, all right, you got to check these movies out. So I just like sat there and then I watched them over and over and over. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. Couldn't get enough of them. And when you say them, you're talking the original trilogy, all three or? Oh yeah, yeah, the original trilogy. Mm -hmm. This was long before the prequels. Right. Did cool. did he start you off with A New Hope or did yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah, I started with A New Hope. Right, right. Oh, that's awesome. And um, it, what's kind of the the form of Star Wars media? You know, because there's like there's book, there's comics, there's books, there's TV shows. What do you relate with the most today, or what are you really into today? And that's what knocked me down from being such a big fan. <laughs> there's too many <laughs> comics. There's too many books. Um, yeah, I read all of the the Young Jedi, the Obi Wan story when I was a kid, and those books were so good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I forgot the question. What's up? <laughs> Which one do you most relate with today? What do you, I mean, are you still just watching oh. the movies or? Yeah, just the movies these days and probably just the original trilogy. Um, actually, um, uh, Rogue One, that one slips in there a lot. So the original oh, yeah. trilogy, Rogue One, and then if I, if I got a spark in me, maybe I'll put on the, the prequels or something. But <laughs> <laughs> Have you been um, keeping up with the Mandalorian at all, or were you interested in that? Oh yeah, dude, that was so good. I'm right? so yeah. excited for the uh, the new season to come out. Mm -hmm. It started off pretty slow, and I was kind of like, oh, I don't know how good this is gonna get. And then, yeah, it really sucked me in. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm really excited too to see. Yeah, what what happens next? And um, the trailer just was released, and so that looks. Uh, pretty promising and we'll we'll, we'll see we'll see when, when is that supposed too. to air october the 30th, 30th right yeah so oh. the end of the month yeah mm -hmm. yeah um, but it's really interesting with disney plus how they release it like one episode at a time it's so um, annoying yeah <laughs> it's so annoying so um yeah it's gonna be a we'll see maybe it will start out a little bit slower but it feels super slow when you actually have to wait a whole week like mm-hmm Oh yeah. 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 I'm yeah. probably gonna have to rewatch the, uh, the first season before I get back into that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, it's funny. I, uh, my son just had his first birthday and, um, <laughs> my sister-in-law got him one of the little stuffed animals of the, uh, of the child. Mm 
and uh oh, really you know, I was playing around with him and and it and just do, like t- doing the yoda talk with them and he just loves it he just gets so so giggly about it but yeah it's a cool <laughs> little it's a cool little toy for sure that's awesome i've i found a bunch of the um the baby yoda night lights which happened to match oh, yeah. the color of my kitchen which is bright green <laughs> it kind of just blends in <laughs> that's so awesome yeah, the stuff that they put out these days for toys, I'm like, man, if I had that when I was a kid, that'd be what? so oh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, so from all the movies and things, what would you say is your favorite Star Wars character? You know, last time we did this before our conversation got deleted, I said it was Obi-Wan, <laughs> but I thought about it. I changed my answer. I'd say it's Shalacious Crumb. Oh, that, oh. Okay, who is that? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, th- I'm like thinking. The name thinking, sounds thinking. familiar. Wait, let me think for a second. Uh, oh, who, who, who's a big Star Wars fan now? You guys. Yeah, don't know. <laughs> now you're putting us in our place. Oh man. Uh, um, it's that okay, it's that little land on me. Right, I'm not gonna think of it. He's the little worm alien guy that hangs out with Jabba the Hutt, and he just laughs oh. at everything. Oh no! Oh, way. Yeah, the, the the little like he's almost like a bird, like almost like a bat, like like a, a monkey thing. Yeah. 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 Oh, hybrid. Oh my gosh. (laughs) He doesn't doesn't do anything. He's got a quick cameo, but he just laughs at everything. And every time I see it, it cracks me up. Wait, that guy's a name? Wow. I can't believe that. That's crazy. (laughs) Right. And now that, you know, for those of you who know Noel, that makes just so much sense that you would like this little (laughs) guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The weirdest laugh. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and they and they talked about actually how um, in the Mandalorian they show one of those creatures being like yeah. oh, yeah. roasted and eaten, and then <laughs> yeah. when I was watching the review, the guy is like, "This is actually really gruesome because these creatures are like semi-intelligent." Like, and now that I hear that they have like a, that he has a name, he must be smart enough to know to be you know called something or whatnot. So, oh, that is pretty pretty graphic i'm not gonna look at that scene the same anymore. i think every alien in the movie uh whether they have a line or not has a name oh okay. true There's like always yeah. some backstory um mm-hmm. you guys should edit in a, a clip of his laugh i think that's worth it. <laughs> i'll see if i can do that i'm pretty sure i'll be able to figure it out <laughs> oh man that's really cool yeah so if you had to pick a trilogy which one would you choose? Like Desert Island, if you could pick a trilogy to uh, to to oh, just the original stick with. trilogy, of yeah. course, always the original. Yeah. yeah. So what would I mean, you? Oh, go ahead. The the prequels were my favorite when we were kids, but now I go back and look at it, and it's just so bad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, dude, the the acting and like the dialogue is just cringing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The new ones are yeah. pretty cool, but uh, yeah, the the original trilogy is where it's at, for sure, for sure. Um, who who have you all been able to share your experience of Star Wars with? Um, just a lot of friends that have never watched it before, which always blows my mind. So I'm like, all right, we'll scratch all the plans that we had, and we're gonna sit down <laughs> and watch this. Right, right. <laughs> um, so I remember one of the first things. Um, well, no, I guess I wouldn't be one of the first things that I remember about meeting you because we met when we were really, really young. 
uh, playing music and being in bands and going to the skate park and whatever. But I remember um, after you turned 18, um, you like called me up and you were like, dude, I just got Star Wars tattoos. (laughs) <laughs> like I, I like yeah, I can't wait to to come up because you were living in Florida uh, at, at the time with your dad um, during the winter time, and you were like, oh, I can't wait to to come up and show you. They're so sick, and so um, so with people that you've got to experience things with, and with your your experience touring all over the country and really like all over Europe and 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 other parts of the world, do people ever? And you've got more tat- Star Wars tattoos since have people ever seen them and been like, Oh, star Wars fan. I've got to talk to you. (laughs) It really happens like on a daily basis. Like I'm at work and like serving a table or something like that. They're like, Oh dude, I have the same one. So it's just like an immediate bond. Like you just made a new best friend. Right. Right. It's, it's gotta be even cooler than just seeing somebody with like a star Wars shirt. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, it's, it's, a different it's so funny. Like I see somebody with a star Wars shirt and I'm like, nerd. But I see somebody with a tattoo and it's just like, oh, dude, look at my tattoos. <laughs> That's so funny. So the, how does your experience, you know, like touring in Europe um, or throughout the country, um, ha- have you like been able to to really meet people and bond over Star Wars? Oh, yeah. Like even some people that their English isn't great. Like if I'm in France or Germany or something like that, if we see star Wars, we're just like, I don't know. We just try to just talk about that. Right. Right. Try to break the language barrier and keep a conversation going kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. It is cool to just like instantly share those kinds of memories and, um, and yeah experiences with people who you've never met and i think the other thing about star wars too is that like everyone has their opinions on it and Mm -hmm. i think there's a little bit of a yeah maybe one side of these films not being perfect (laughs) is it gives everyone the chance to kind of be like yeah i was able to look past that or i like that part about this and that but and this is why this is my favorite and everything like that because it you know, they, people come at it um, at different points in their life and, and they see the movies um, or they know the shows or read the comics. And um, yeah, and you can just, it's easier to build a conversation when everyone, when you have to stand, you know, on what you believe in when it comes to, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I love The Phantom Menace. That's my favorite movie involved. Darth Maul's the best. And then some people are just like, but Jar Jar Binks. Like, so. Oh, for real. Yeah. It's definitely a nice icebreaker because, like, I could be an awkward person and be, like, trying to talk to somebody and just be like, uh, hey. But, like, when it comes to Star Wars, like, you just, you know, you just roll with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's easy. Oh, my gosh. I don't know why why, uh, why this made me think of this, like, being an awkward person and trying to start <laughs> a conversation. But do you remember on our first tour with Rational Anthem when we were, like, we'd have, like, an off day or we'd be before a show and we'd be trying to sell some of our CDs or merch. And our old and the old drummer for Rational Anthem, Josh, would be like, Hey, do you like music? Like that would be <laughs> that would be like his introduction to trying to get people to like buy our CD. Hey, do you like music? Like of he's like, like walking music. around with his Walkman like it like that kid at warp tour who's just standing around <laughs> trying to get people to listen to his band. Right. Who doesn't say no? 
Right. It's like the right. weirdest question to ask somebody. Right. You gave him such a hard time about it, but I don't think he ever changed. I think he just kept asking yeah. people if they like music. <laughs> he, he was on to something. No one's going to tell you no. Yeah, true, true. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what kind of an impact has Star Wars just as a whole had on your life? Um, It's definitely kept me busy. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, growing up is like, a nerdy kid that's into all this stuff. And I didn't really know what else to do with my life at the time. I just invested myself into star Wars, just watching the movies all the time and making friends with other kids that like star Wars. And I don't know, it's uh, probably shaped me as a person, I guess. Sure. Sure. Or at least some of the bonds and the friendships that you, that you've made over the years and those kind of things. Yeah. You know? So, yeah memories of lining up to see the premieres and Mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah collecting the merch changing certain marquees in certain towns to say that it's playing a star wars movie on the movie theater (laughs) when it really isn't (laughs) what they should they should have been playing it (laughs) like Like, like marquees like the signs for the movie theater yeah yeah oh no yeah, so you, they, there's definitely Revenge of the Sith on there more than once, <laughs> or A New Hope. They're playing Revenge de- of the Sith again. <laughs> I guess it depended on the letters <laughs> that were available. Did you guys then, like fall into the theater and be like, "Hey, yeah, I would like to pre-order a ticket for Revenge of the Sith," and they were like, "What the?" <laughs> it says it on your side that actually sounds like something that we do and then if they told us that it wasn't playing then we'd ask for a free bucket of popcorn for yeah. their inconvenience yeah <laughs> cool i bet well, we could still do that i bet we could it's not yeah well, the last question that we always ask guests is uh, for for folks to in, to rank their the Star Wars movies from their most favorite to their least favorite. So, what do you think? Oh, that's gonna be pretty easy, I guess. Um, let's see, Empire Strikes Back has always been my favorite, um, and then you know, A New Hope, Return of the Jedi, do uh, Rogue One, and then everything else in the same order. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. yeah with that with other trilogies and things you mean? Yeah. yeah 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 i think you know i think that as we as we interview more people and ask more of these questions i think that we that, that that's a lot of the the same kind of you know the same kind of answers is like you know it, it seems like there's a commonality with the order with a lot of people which is kind of funny but mm-hmm. that's kind of what, yeah. why we're doing this to discover some of those things I, I liked the newest trilogy. I don't know. There's something about it that just didn't fully grab me, though. Um, and I can't tell you whether I like it more than the prequels or not. So it's all just oh, kind wow. of lumped in the, the same group. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it can, it, it, I think that the, the new trilogy can be, can be pretty tough, um, especially like a lot of people really see The Last Jedi as like kind of the downer of the three mm-hmm. movies um and so you know i know for me the force awakens was kind of like uh yeah whatever a little bit like i like the introduce the introduction of the characters the story seems a little recycled but you know whatever it's cool and then the last jedi was like oh okay 
but then the rise of Skywalker for me, totally there's so much redemption, like not only some of the characters in the movie, but also just the movie itself, uh, like kind of saved the trilogy for me. And so, you know, I see what you're saying. Definitely the best one of the trilogy because that her being related to Palpatine definitely caught me off guard. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And did you like that or was was going to be some stretch? No, I, I love that. I, uh, because I didn't know where her story was going to go. Because I remember in, was it the the second one where they had like the Canto Bite mission? And then, oh, um, yeah, The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Finn and the other girl like get arrested in the casino. And there's like some lady gambling at the table. And was just like, oh, who's that? And I thought like she knew something about Ray's parents. But mm-hmm. nothing ever came of that. Yeah, <laughs> right. That would have been an interesting right. theory. I, yeah. Mm-hmm true yeah so there was like the whole yeah. theory where like the the ship that she saw floating away in her dream was also the same ship that they had stolen from the oh. casino mm. oh sure yeah yeah nope, nope. What, did, <laughs> what, <laughs> what did you what did you think at the very end when uh, of uh um, the rise of skywalker when she called herself ray skywalker instead of ray palpatine oh it's so cheesy i liked it but yeah it's it's super cheesy she could she should have just like kept her name and redeemed her family yeah right right well the thing that i had the the trouble that i had with it was the whole time leia's like embrace who you are like that was her message you know like you you know be yourself embrace who you are and then Mm -hmm. at the end she didn't and that was kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah, she she <laughs> changed know? her whole name. It's like, right. Nah. But maybe that's a it's a good setup for something to come. Yeah, I guess we'll have to see. Are they yeah. gonna Are they done making Star Wars movies now, or just not? No, well, it's not supposed. Well, yeah, it's just not about the Skywalker family now. But um, but we'll see what happens. I mean, I guess all the Skywalkers are technically dead at this point. But now that Ray calls yeah. herself a Skywalker, I'm not quite sure what that means. But yeah, I'm sure they're going to make more movies. Um, I thought there was a rumor that they were going to do like an Old Republic saga yeah. or something, but that, I think that ended up being books. Or yeah, yeah, yep that, that that's the that's the books. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, but you know, we'll see how stories get spun. I mean, I I know that right now there's a little bit of a I think a hiatus for movies at Lucasfilm uh, in Disney, not only because of the pandemic, but just because um, they're trying to not put too much content out at once and not water down the content, which I think is really smart. Um, But, uh, but, you know, inevitably there's going to be more movies that they're working on, I'm sure, but I don't know. I'm so excited about the Mandalorian and and the potential for the uh, Obi-Wan spinoff. I am so excited for the Obi-Wan spinoff. Yeah. I really yeah, hope it that's going to be really sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, this is kind of Star Wars related, kind of not. And maybe some there might be some uh, middle-aged viewers out there who are going through a little bit of a midlife crisis and might really enjoy this. But there's this show on Apple TV Plus that stars Ewan McGregor. Um, and, Noel, did I tell you about this? I think you did, and I've okay. completely forgotten Oh, so well, here's your, here's you, your reminder. I know so, you told me about so it. So. It's called The Long Way Up, and Ewan McGregor uh, apparently really likes riding motorcycles and taking big trips. And oh, so him yeah. and his buddy are riding motorcycle from the tip of South America 
all the way to Los Angeles. So it's like a 13,000 mile trip. And the catch is, is that usually they do it on traditional motorcycles, but in, in this show, that painful. Yeah, no, just, I mean, if you watch it, just wait. I mean, it, it's like, it seems gruesome, but, um, but Harley made these, uh, um, -bikes, these, right? yeah, they're, they're electric bikes. Um, and then the trucks that follow them, they're doing it with like a no carbon footprint. Right. So the bikes are electric. The trucks that follow them are these new trucks that are coming out called Rivian that are all electric. And it's just like, you know, it, it's a really cool show. Cause it, because it it's like kind of a cool little thing that they're doing and the the clips are really great but if you're a fan of ewan mcgregor like i don't know it just makes me more of a fan of him watching it because he's such a cool and humble dude and i just like, automatically associate him with obi-wan so it makes <laughs> me feel like obi-wan's just this cool humble dude who rides motorcycles but uh but yeah no it's a it's a really cool show uh for those viewers who are ewan mcgregor fans and want to check that out or just going through a midlife crisis and really want a motorcycle and to fantasize about riding a motorcycle That's cross country everything that i want because i ride <laughs> motorcycles you do have a motorcycle i love ewan mcgregor yeah there you go. yeah so definitely check that out <laughs> yeah it'll be interesting too i mean with the, if they do do this it seems like you McGregor is like totally in for it and he seems yeah fit and ready to go but it'll be interesting to see if they have any kind of explanation of how Obi-Wan ages like 50 years in like a 17 year time span have you ever noticed that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> between yeah. Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope he he looks so much older maybe 30 years is better but he looks like okay. he, he oh looks yeah much, so and I think if there's a series like this, it'll be even more noticeable, like the contrast. It's like, okay, now it's only been like five years since the like the Obi-Wan series, and he still looks like he's aged like 30 years more. But... <laughs> well, he's war-torn, man. Yeah, he's that's war -torn. true. He's war-torn. That's yeah. why. Yeah. That's yeah. why he ages. He's babysitting a kid with, you know, from a distance. So oh, my gosh, yeah. That's enough to age you 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're going to find that out real quick. <laughs> oh yeah, I already am. I'm I'm just waiting to go gray over here. <laughs> well, thank you, Noel, for being a part of the podcast. It was really yeah, great definitely. to, Thanks to for learn a little me. bit more about your yeah, of course, about your Star Wars story. And um yeah, good luck with everything uh going through. I hope that uh you guys can start playing some live shows again and get back on the road and promote that record once the pandemic's all over. And uh yeah, it'll be, it'll be really great really great to to see what what's to come so thanks again and we'll uh we'll talk to you soon for sure thanks guys yeah good to see you in a while take care